Hi, this is Carolyn Cooper, and welcome to the Mental Health and Faith, A Closer Look podcast and YouTube show. Here we discuss topics around mental health and wellness, mental illness, recovery, and faith, all from a Christian perspective. There will be lots of information on this episode in the show notes, and for more information on me and my ministry in God's Corner, check out my website. That's www.ingodscorner.org. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Carolyn Cooper. If you did not listen to last week's podcast with Cindy Hickson, I really encourage you to go back and listen, because today I am building on the conversation that I had with Cindy on how important it is to recognize that God loves you and how important it is to love yourself. And today I'm going to add another little element, and that is how to love others. So today it's just all about love, and it starts with the love of God. In the Bible, God instructs his people, the Jewish people, as they were coming together as a nation when they were taken out of Egypt as slaves and formed into a community, a nation. And one of his very first commands, in fact, it is referred to as the greatest command, is is this. He said, And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. And that's found in Deuteronomy 6, 5. So the greatest command that we have is to love God with all of our being, our heart, our soul, our strength. But God also told them early on, as the nation was forming, early on to love others. And this is because when they left Egypt, some people snuck along with them that were not Jewish people. And God knew as they were going through Uh, the countryside, going to the promised land, that other people might want to join them that were not Jewish by birth, that were not Hebrews. And God wanted to make sure his people knew that they were to love those others who joined with them. So in Leviticus 19.34, we read, Treat them, that's the foreigners or strangers, Treat them like native-born Israelites and love them as you love yourself. Remember that you were once foreigners living in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So here we see God's command to love God, love others. And Jesus built even more on these commands by saying this to his disciples and to us. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. So in the Old Testament, the people were instructed to love one another. But Jesus clarified that a little bit. He added a little bit of a disclaimer to that. It's not just that you're loving others. You are to love others like I have loved you. And so that is the first way 
that we can love others. I'm going to give you three ways to love others. First, as Jesus loved. Sacrificially, unconditionally. Jesus said, Greater love has no one than this, that one lay down his life for his friends. That is a radical kind of love, isn't it? And in this world that seems to have more hate than love at times, that is a significant way to love others. We're not just to tolerate them. We're not just to say, oh, well, you know, all right, I guess I can care about that person over there, even though I disagree with them and all of that. No, we are supposed to love others as Jesus loves us sacrificially, unconditionally, to give our lives for for others if it came to that, so that we can demonstrate God's love, Jesus' love for us in the way that we love others. So three ways to love others, first, as Jesus loved. Second, with genuine affection and devotion. Now, this might be kind of hard sometimes because, let's face it, we don't like everyone, and not everyone likes us. That's just the reality. Sometimes personalities clash. Sometimes we are on such opposing view, have such opposing views that we just can't tolerate being around each other. That's not what this is talking about. This is talking about a supernatural kind of love. And in this particular passage that I'm getting ready to read, this is specifically the kind of love for other believers, other people who stand with you as Christians, who also believe in our Savior Jesus. I do believe that it should be applied to others, Because we are to love others, we are also to love our enemies, but it might be difficult to have a genuine affection and devotion for someone we don't like. That's okay. That's where, again, we we pray for God to give us the supernatural ability to love others. The verse I want to read for showing genuine love, genuine affection, genuine devotion is Romans 12.10. And it says... Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. Again, there's that idea of putting someone else ahead of ourselves. Like if we lay down our lives for our friends. The third way to love others is to encourage one another. And that's a way to show our love is by encouraging others. There's a great verse that I love, and it requires action on our part. It says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. This is in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verses 24 and 25 from the New Living Translation. And it basically what this is saying is, as an act of love, we are to encourage each other, motivate each other, spur one another on is another translation. So that we, because of our love for others, we are encouraging them to also perform acts of love. 
and good works. Those are the three ways to love others. And there are so many more, but just just three today for a quick little episode here. The three ways, one, as Jesus loved, two, with genuine affection and devotion, and three, to encourage. But there's another verse that I want to read to you now, and it's going back to the great commandment. Jesus said, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. God told the Israelites when they were loving others, he said, remember, uh, he said, treat them like native-born Israelites and love them as you love yourself. While I do believe sometimes it is easier to love others instead of loving ourselves, the Bible is clear that the way we are to love others is how we love ourselves. So all of those things I just said as ways to love others are also ways to show self-love. And let me show you what I mean by that. I'm going to give you six ways to love yourself. The first three are the same as what uh, I shared with loving others. First, as Jesus loved, love yourself unconditionally. Give yourself grace and forgiveness and patience. Love yourself the way God loves you, the way Jesus loves you. When you repent, you're forgiven and that sin is gone. Don't keep pulling it up in your mind. Jesus loves us so much that he puts us first. You need to love yourself in a way that sometimes you need to put yourself first. Sometimes putting yourself first is the best gift you can give yourself. Second way, with genuine affection and devotion. How do we do that? How do we love ourselves in affection and devotion? I believe what that means for us is to take care of ourselves. When you're devoted to someone, when you're affectionate with someone, you want to take care of them. You want to you want to see that they are uh, they are healthy. You care about their well-being. Loving yourself with genuine affection and devotion is a way to encourage yourself to take your health and your wellness seriously. Your mental, physical, spiritual, relational, emotional health. Be mindful of your, uh, of your wellness. Set boundaries. Don't compare yourself with others. Strike down all that negative self-talk that comes up and replace it with positive thoughts. Thoughts of how much God loves you and how special you are. The third way to love yourself just like it was before, is to encourage, to, to encourage yourself. And I think really in this 
uh, when we're talking about loving ourselves in this way, seek out encouragement. That is a loving thing to do for yourself, is to give yourself permission to be encouraged. You're worth it. You are an amazing, wonderful child of God. Get together with fellow believers. Or get together with your friends. Get together with family. Surround yourself with people who can give you encouragement when you need it. Who can uplift you. That is a wonderful way to show love to yourself. Those first three ways to love ourselves are taken from how we love others. We love ourselves in that same way. But there are a few more that I want to share today. The fourth way to love yourself is to acquire wisdom. This comes specifically from Proverbs 19, verse 8, and it says, To acquire wisdom is to love yourself. People who cherish understanding will prosper. We all want to prosper, don't we? We all want to be successful. We want to be happy. We want to have things in our lives that that give us joy. And one way to accomplish that is by being wise. How do we acquire wisdom? Well, I believe it's not just us doing research, but that is part of it. Do research. Check out resources that you may need. But also, do not be afraid to get help when you need it. Showing love to yourself sometimes means humbling yourself and recognizing that you can't do life alone all the time. Acquire wisdom by reaching out when you need help. The fifth way to show love to yourself is to celebrate your gifts and talents. 1 Timothy 4.14, this is a letter that Paul wrote to Timothy. Timothy was young and he was starting to pastor churches. He was growing in his faith. And Paul said to Timothy, do not neglect the spiritual gift within you. We have gifts and talents, spiritual gifts, strengths. Celebrate those. Don't always think about your weaknesses. Don't think about the things that bring you down. Celebrate the gifts that you have, the talents you have, and use them. Use them for your own enjoyment and use them to bring joy to others. And believe me, when you bring joy to others by using your gifts and talents, the joy that you experience is just beyond understanding. It's, it's just a wonderful thing to, to share your gifts and talents with others. And that is really a way of showing love to yourself. And the last one I want to share on how to love yourself is by celebrating your uniqueness. Now, before I read the verse that I have for this one, I'm going to do those six again. Six ways to love yourself. First, as Jesus loved. Second, with genuine affection and devotion. Third, by seeking out encouragement. Fourth, acquiring wisdom. Fifth, celebrating your gifts and talents. And sixth, And sixth, celebrating your uniqueness. 
Psalm 139, verse 13 and 14 says, For you, God, formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. You are a beautiful work of the Lord. Love yourself and love others. And life will just go by so much easier when you are surrounding yourself with love. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And don't forget, there's even more information in the show notes. You'll want to check those out. Now, please join the conversation on mental health and faith. Leave your comments or send me an email with your thoughts, questions, or suggestions. I really look forward to hearing from you. May God bless your journey.